When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Kirk's ability to play from under center, and, and even he's had success in the dropback game uh, from under center as well. He's, he's got a good drop from under center where he does get depth away from the, uh, the offensive line and the rush. Uh, but... You know, some of those play passes, I think, do get set up a little bit, a little bit better. Whereas the fake happens really fast from the gun, and you're kind of facing the defense. Now, if you've got a quarterback who's got the ability, like Kirk, to turn his back to the defense and really set that fake in there, you know, sometimes you can get those guys stepping up a little more and, and kind of get the guys behind him like you want. Oh, Wes Phillips! <laughs> yes. Let's get it, man. He he looks about ten years older now than when he took the job, doesn't he? Or is it just like the, be- no, the beard? No, beard's a little longer, like maybe. He just looks old. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the beard looks grayer now than maybe it did a couple months ago. Hmm. Football can be stressful. You, know? you think? Look at Mike McCarthy, by the way. You see that? I mean, that guy Zim always well. looks relatively un- unhealthy. But yeah, I mean, Zim when he took the job looked young and spry, and by the end of it, he looked like he was smoking a pack a day, and maybe he was. I yeah. don't know. It just ugh. and the weight gain. Yeah. The weight gain, man. It's tough. It's tough out there in the National Lord. Football League. Except for Kevin O'Connell. No, Benjamin, he's looking, looking Benjamin right. Button. Oh, my God. Is he going to, uh, hopefully, I think some of these newer coaches from the Sean McVay tree, yeah. they stay in shape generally, it feels like. Yeah. I don't know, maybe they're all going to have pot bellies in like 15 years. But right now, the Sean McVay tree, innovative and physically fit. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan? Yeah. In shape. It, You're right. Physically oh. fit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is... Purple Daily. Fitness, Purple Fitness Daily, you should call it. Uh, uh, Daily Vikings Entertainment and uh, a place where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. The show is presented in part by our friends at TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. We're going to get to Feedback Friday here where we just uh, take all of your comments, questions, concerns, critiques, whatever, and we uh, we make it a show. But uh, mark your calendars. Coming up here, week and a half, October 16th and November 6th at the Surly Brew Hall. We're gathering a group of Vikings fans uh-huh. to watch a game and to record Vikings Ventline. The Ventline is going on the road. 
It is going on the road. Limited appearances. Phil just said only twice. But yes, we we will be at the Surly Brew Hall. Now we won't just be showing up for the post game show, though. Uh uh uh. No way. We will be there for the entire game, sipping on some beers, perhaps some before I dies. Uh, talking football, and then post game firing up vent line we're going to have a camera there and a mic for you and so i encourage you just like the draft party you know if you're from in town make plans but if you're from out of town there's time as phil said october 16th november 6th come in enjoy some beers enjoy some vikings talk and we will celebrate the season known as football yes all right boys feedback friday here we're going to start with mike lee can you guys please do one entire show without talking about kirk how about a half a show? Have the call screeners junk any caller that wants to talk about Kirk. We haven't had, we haven't had call screeners. Thank God. Yeah, we don't take calls. Oh, it's not sports radio anymore. Is he talking Mike. about Ventline, though? Is that oh, what no. he's trying to say? Oh, Mike's talking about. Because we do Mike, take. Mike continues. There's literally nothing left to say about Kirk Cousins by fans or media that hasn't already been said a hundred times. It's tiresome. Let's cover some new turf. For example, why is our run defense in the toilet again? When is Asamoah going to get some reps? Can this team make a run with a soft run defense and the Donatel shell? Anything but Kirk Cousins. I am begging. Thank you. Well, Mike, we do talk about all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things. Mm-hmm. But just to spite you, Mike Lee, I am staring at a pile of Kirk Cousins questions from the loyal listeners and viewers of Purple Daily here that we would love to dive into today. <laughs> How do you have this show without talking about and i don't care if it's kirk the quarterback okay so like it could be kirk it could be brady it could be christian ponder how do you conduct a show especially because right now it's it has changed like the conversations right now aren't the same earth the mic the last three weeks i've been saying some good things about kirk with his stats down because they've been winning football games or last two weeks so, like, I've, I've always found that to be really intriguing. Like, ignore the quarterback. Okay, Mike, I'm going to quickly answer your other questions here, which, by the way, we have addressed at length on other episodes of Purple Daily. You can go find those. Uh, why is the run defense in the toilet again? Because there are aging players, specifically linebackers, that have trouble catching up to blocks and running backs. They're getting off blocks and catching up to running backs. Uh, when is Asamoah going to get some reps? Well, going to be tough because the two guys that he might come in for eric kendricks and jordan hicks are really like the leaders of this defense in the middle and and pat, uh, pat die is in front of him yeah uh, so uh, he, he or troy die yeah. yeah troy die why was i thinking of pat oh coach he, he coached Pat die yeah college coach at, at one time but anyway die is in front of asamoah mm-hmm. so that so you're not unfortunately because i don't disagree with your point he's not going to play probably can this team make a run with a soft run D and the Donatel shell? Uh, probably not. They probably need to shore those things up. Um, so hopefully that answers your your other questions, Mike Lee. Now we're going to get to a pile of Kirk Cousins questions that people have submitted here for Feedback Friday. Okay. The loyal, great listeners and viewers of Purple Bye. Daily. Bye, Mike. <laughs> uh, Michael Peterson says, hopefully not the Michael Peterson from the Netflix documentary. That'd be weird. Listen, you guys talk about Kirk uh, in. I listened to you guys talk about Kirk on my ride uh, listening to Purple Daily. Reminds me of 2009 with Brett Favre. Different team, different circumstance, but maybe we're on the same result here. Hopefully, not the end result, but Favre was pretty mediocre the first month until the Greg Lewis play. Yep. 
That is accurate. Now, I think a couple differences there. Favre kind of stepped into, they kind of just like gave Favre the keys to run the offense. Like He fought Childress a little bit, but ultimately Favre just kind of ran his Favian offense mm-hmm. and called things at the line of scrimmage. The The Greg Lewis game, I think, was week three. And he had, he looked pretty rusty the first two weeks and that entire game until that throw. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then things started to pick up kind of halfway through October. Um, this is taking a little longer because now we're like into the fifth game. But do you see any comparisons there? I mean, Kirk and Brett Favre could not be op- like they are the most polar opposite quarterbacks and personalities you're ever going to find. But but hey, if you give it a little time, it's going to click. Unfortunately, there's zero. Um, if you go back to that, in weeks one one and two, the Vikings won at Cleveland, at Detroit, and then, to your point, came home and played San Fran, and that's where the Greg Lewis catch occurred. And in weeks one and two, Peterson was the star and ran wild. So, like, Dalvin is not. Uh, but if, if you recall, Peterson trucked – there was the SI cover. I think he trucked two Browns players on mm-hmm. the sideline at one point. It was ridiculous. But the other thing is, for Brett – they slow cooked bread on purpose because, like, he was c- coming back from the arm p- problem, and I yeah. they sort of purposely, and it it wasn't a dumb thing. They held Kirk back a bit, but the reality was Kirk was here for two reasons. One was to beat the Packers, but the most important one was the West Coast offense. Nobody knew it better than Kirk. Like I or, or Brett. Brett, I trust Kirk when Kirk says. I'm still working on this. Like you might, it might be, be like, come on, dude, pick it up. Uh, but Kirk Cousins is very much still trying to learn and get comfortable. Brett Favre, the second that they said go, was comfortable. It was literally just shaking the rust off for Favre and that arm. Yep. And so the the rust came off with that Greg Lewis throw. And then the next week, home against Green Bay, one of the best games of his career. 271, three touchdowns, no interceptions, under a bright spotlight. Um, then they then they beat St. Louis. He completed 75% of his passes the next week in a 38-10 to 10 win over St. Louis. Yep. Then they came home against Baltimore. They almost blew that game. Yeah. I think I think Hauschka missed a, like he a missed, he pretty missed short have, field goal. Yeah, he missed what would have been the game-winning field goal as time expired. And Favre threw for 278, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Two games after that, the next game against Green Bay, that was four touchdowns, no picks. Two weeks after that, four touchdowns. He had three games of four touchdowns, no picks that season. He was ridiculous. I guess there the, was, yeah, there, there's a couple sorry, parallels you can make from 2009 moment of Greg Lewis, you know, making that epic catch in the end zone that just spawned that fun year. You know, Kirk had a similar throw to KJ Osborne, I guess, and against Detroit just two weeks ago that, you know, made an epic comeback. Yes, they should have beat the breaks off Detroit, or they should have beat Detroit more handedly, but the he made a dagger throw and he made a dagger throw against New Orleans. Then it just spawned a run for the 09 Vikings, and maybe that's the same type of parallel this guy's trying to make with the 2022 Vikings. So Brett was was uh to, to what Phil said, he came in here to run the show. Like Brad was Brad got mad, but and the difference here, too, is I trust O'Connell way more than Brad. And so I think if this is going – I never perceived Childress Favre as like a team. No, it no. Was, it was – it's Brett Favre's show, and Brad, uh, you know, if if you want to come to practice, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, with with uh, KOC and Kirk Cousins, it very much is going to, to have to be a partnership. Kirk will not succeed without – you know, doing exactly what KOC says and fitting into what K- 
Kevin O'Connell once. With Brett, it was like, okay, yeah. give me football. Well, and if, if even just think about the way that they kind of spoke, like Favre, the way that he spoke about joining the Vikings, and then Kirk, the way that he has spoken about KOC joining the Vikings. Right. And a lot of what you hear from Kirk is, and I'm not ripping him for this, it's just this is what it is. He is talking about, I just want to know what coach wants me to do, just yeah. trying to figure out what – what it is, like where coach wants me to go with the football. He's talking about how to be subservient to the coach's wishes. At no point ever did Brett Favre come in here and say, "Yeah, I'm just uh, just trying to get a feel for what Chili wants me to do." Like he almost like mocked and made fun of Brad Childress at press conferences and stuff. Oh yeah, so totally different. And that's you know those. And I think the personality difference too is pretty striking in that. Favre comes in, and for better or worse, it is the Brett Favre show. He is the ringleader of his teammates. He is the gravitational pull of the locker room. Mm -hmm. You kind of live by Brett Favre, and then you eventually die by the dumb interception that he's going to throw at the end of any given season. And uh, and Kirk is, you know, he's not a bad teammate, but Kirk's just Kirk's just kind of one of the guys, or trying to be one of the guys, trying to fit in a little bit more. Yep. Um, so I don't know that there's a lot of comparisons between this and 2009 far, but I think the biggest thing is, yeah, there's probably more to the performance and the offense than you've seen in the first month. That's probably the biggest parallel. Uh, Paul Iniguez, curious about the narrative you guys have this week of Kirk's, stance, uh, Kirk's stats don't matter because they're winning. At times you've talked about the reversion to the mean. Why don't you think Kirk's pedestrian stats will result in a team regression in terms of wins, what like do you think? That. If they, like if he keeps kind of yeah. playing at a mediocre level, are they going to be able to sustain team wins? Perhaps not. But here's here's my thought about that because it's a really good point. It's the unknown. I think this is going to improve. I might be totally wrong. It might go backwards. I don't know. But I am willing to give this. In, in part because I think O'Connell is smart. And, and there's nothing I've seen from Kevin yet where I'm like, you know, I really don't trust him. And there have been coaches like that. I mean, Childress was pretty quick of this doesn't feel right. Um, with what Kevin O'Connell is installing and doing, one, and we, we've talked about this for three weeks now, it's going to take some time. And that's just very, very clear. Second of all, I think a lot of it's going to work. And when it starts to work, now if it now if Kirk stats, if everything stays the exact same, if in week eight things are the exact same as they were against Detroit in week uh, three, then you're in trouble, no question about it. But if I'm a Vikings fan, what excites me about this is the fact that I think the unknown and going forward is potentially really positive. Mm -hmm. So that's why. Yeah, I think uh, I think I agree. I think. They're banking wins while they figure out the system. Mm -hmm. And Kirk, right? If you're, if it's not going to be perfect, I'd rather him rise up at the end of a murky game than like come out of the gate hot and then fizzle mm -hmm. late. So I think that that's kind of what I'm saying. If he continues to perform, like right now, we went through this yesterday on the State of the Offense episode. He's 23rd in quarterback EPA, which is expected points added. He's 20th in QBR. He's like 17th football outsiders ranking. He's outside the top 20 in a lot of key things here. If that doesn't improve, they're not winning 11 or 12 games. So he he also has to be better, and the offense as a whole has to be better for this to be sustainable. But they're banking wins, and he is showing up in some key moments late, which is good. Hollywood Frog chimes in here. Ma hey, Mackie, 
Hey, Matt, I really want to know, what is your goal as a Vikings fan? What did you guys, what do you guys hope to get out of it? And don't you dare tell me we want a Super Bowl before we die. Everything you talk about completely contradicts that. Huh? You want to get rid of Kirk and draft a rookie. If we do that, we're looking at a minimum two to three years of mediocrity. <laughs> Real quick, I'm just going to pause here. As opposed to the previous two to three years of mediocrity or the previous largely 30 years of mediocrity. Um, Judd is pushing 80 years old and only cares about hockey. Declan's Canadian. You live in Washington. You all have shown no loyalty to yeah. Kirk Cousins now for years now. Now we're getting to it. You bully him on your yep. show every single bully. day, just like how Judd chased Kellen Mond out of town well, oh, yeah. after one season. Wow. And you wonder why Kirk seems to not be comfortable in his own skin, because we bully him. Why don't you let him come on the show and defend himself from he's <laughs> He is welcome to come on the show. I don't think he wants to. The only redeeming quality about Purple Daily is Alex Boone. I think we can all agree on I that. The rhino is awesome. I hope you're paying Alex more than the three of you combined. Hollywood Frog sticking his flag in the ground. Vote Cousins. Vote Cousins in 24. Vote Cousins. Oh, man. I'm not Canadian. This, uh, this whole thing, like we talk about this on the show, but I'll candidate. just speak for myself. I'm not going to show blind loyalty to any individual player. There's going to be critiques. Sometimes I think people get a little shell-shocked, like, well, you're being negative or you're criticizing. The bar that we set is we would like them to win big. And if things aren't adding up, we're going to point at those things and poke at those things. And so some shows don't do that. That's cool. Like, you don't – you can consume whatever content you want to, but – if your demand as a Vikings fan is you must be blindly loyal to the 14th best quarterback in the NFL and never point out the things that could be better, I I don't know that this is the show for you. I, so, Hollywood Frog, thank you for your comment, but I, it's possible there's just irreconcilable differences here. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I'm obviously the youngest one of, of you three, but I have... I have found myself more in recent years suspending more of my blind fandom and realizing when it's time to criticize. Like, like just realizing with the twins. Like, my my, I was talking to my sisters the other day, and like, oh, they always try so hard. And I'm like, see, no, no, you're falling into the trap with the twins. You're falling into the trap with Minnesota sports. Teams. The little engine that could yeah, engine, for like, twenty years. No, it's okay. Demand more <laughs> from them. It's it's not just blindly supporting them. Um, it's realizing where you can be supportive and and also give allegiance to certain players. Like with the Wild too, I love Kevin Fiala. I'm not completely shipwrecked that they traded him. Like I'm not going to now stop watching the Wild. And I don't think that that trade was a bad trade. So there's there's things that yes, as a fan, I love watching, and that's what made us get into this business. And then there's other things about being, I guess, in our professional setting where we can suspend some of those fandom beliefs, but also blend both of them together at the same time. Yeah, I think I think we have an obligation here to be as honest as we possibly can. And sometimes we're wrong, as we point out every Wednesday. Uh, it's not being a there's there's this thing in media the last five years where if you criticize something, you are a hater. You're not you're not part of the team anymore. You're a hater. It's like okay, I mean, whatever you want to you want to call it, I guess. Um, all right, JD Davis to my Purple Daily family. I grew up in New York. Until the age of 10, started playing football when I was six. And actually, I started watching it on TV. During the 98 season, the Vikings were on TV more than usual. Randy Moss became my favorite player of all time. 
and I somehow became a Vikings fan despite nobody in my household being one. In 2002, we moved to Georgia, never lost my fandom, 30 years old now, and just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before I die. Shout out to the whole Purple Daily crew. You guys keep it real. J.D. Beautiful. Awesome. Love that. Love so many that. Vikings fans around the country. Yep. Um, all right, Josh Salvino here. All caps. You guys need to stop being secret Kirk Crusaders. I agree with a lot of the points you brought up on this week's show, but I'm getting concerned about one aspect, your demand of greatness. Kirk is statistically worse this year and previous year, than previous years. Yes, he is creating flashes of clutch that we have seen um, that have been missing in the past. And I fully agree with you guys that uh, he's not hitting on all cylinders yet. We see flashes of what this offense can truly be, but why are we okay with Kirk underperforming so far? How many great teams from all over the league on a yearly basis can consistently prove not only can they pass for 300 yards a game, but have a solid run game still win? You guys are getting blinded by the team wins and not nitpicking enough on the people who are deserving of it. Not bashing you guys. Huge fan of the show. Just just saying. Um, okay. First of all, no. They're 3-1. and one. A year ago, 1-3. and three. Kirk is not putting up meaningless stats again i would love to parse through kirk's stats like like we are i mean his stats are down no question about it but i would love to parse through them to a point where we could where we could actually say you know what these are cousin stats when it meant something because i have watched a lot of yards be put up when the game is finished well we have done that throughout like it's it throughout his career he has shown a trend of yeah, he is. He is not nearly as good on third down. Not nearly as good when the opposing team knows he has to pass. Not nearly as good final four minutes of fourth quarter. And I'm saying, score. I'm I'm saying like 2020 opener against the Packers. They're kicking your ass, and then in the fourth quarter, Cousins just goes crazy, throwing up stats, and the score gets closer. But you know what? It means nothing. Um, the other thing is one. I still don't think he can win a Super Bowl. So, like, I'm not saying, like, I think it's different and changed to, to a point of a championship. Do I think that this Kirk Cousins is is more relaxed and, more importantly, has a coach, and this is what he needs. He needs a support system that's going to support him. Yes. But also keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who only watch the Vikings, as Tom Brady said yesterday when asked about parody, I see a lot of bad football, not parody. Last night, there was a standalone game that set football back to the 1940s, okay? Mm-hmm. So so let's keep in mind, I don't think the Vikings can win a Super Bowl, and I think that there are a handful of really good teams, really good teams. Other than that, it's garbage right now. It's, so if you are watching the Vikings and thinking, yeah, but who are the Yankees out there coming to get us, and who is this team and that team? You know, uh, uh, Chiefs, Eagles, like, like, like we can find probably five teams, Buffalo. But the reality is the league right now, this is awful. So you have a chance. Watch the rest. Watch individual games, and you will realize the chance that you have right now. Yeah, they're, they're kind of emerging from the wreckage here, which is good. That's what they and should be doing. And to your point, they're banking wins while not playing their, their best. There's a lot of teams that aren't. Yeah. Michael Hacker. Hey, fellow Vikings fans, I do watch both Score North and Purple Daily, but I watch more of Purple Daily because I'm mainly a Vikings fan. And my question is, how on earth did you guys end up getting Alex Boone to do shows with you guys? <laughs> Love the show. Ignore the haters. They're just jealous. You're living out their dreams. Skull. Um, yeah, we met. So, I mean, Alex played for the Vikings in 2016. Mm-hmm. And Judd and I, 
I think that was the they were opening US Bank Stadium yeah. that year and before the season started there was like a media day there and Judd and I were doing our 4-hour radio show from the purple couch section of the suite level and the Vikings after a practice or something the Vikings brought Alex Boone up to be on our show for like 15 or 20 minutes yeah and we kind of we kind of yucked it up off mic he came on the show it was great it's like oh, we got to get that guy on again he's a bundle of entertainment and then we got him on again, I think, the next training camp before he got cut. Yep. We got him on at a, at a bar in Mankato. And then oh, we just kind of maintained a, a friendship off of off uh, the grid. And now he's rocking with us on a weekly basis. Yeah. We got to peel back curtain for a second. Phil, I'm going to set you up to address this, though, because I know what he's asking. And, and it's not just about Boone. You're fired up right now. <laughs> yeah, I am because there's there's this perception, and I I don't want to talk about it too too much because I don't want to be a jerk about it. But there's this perception. Oh God! Oh my God! What's there's this that? perception that we're a cute little podcast among some, <laughs> like like we met at a we bar, <laughs> and and but but I mean, there's some good Vikings podcasts. Okay, so this is not putting them down one bit. Oh, but but can you explain that we? transitioned after the pandemic from a four hour daily AM show. Well, I just, I'm just tired of this. How did you get O'Connell on? How, Oh my God, you got Kevin O'Connell on. I, I mean, I covered the bleeping team for how long, uh, you know, so just please explain that we're not a cute little mon pa shop. I love Judd's ego just taking yeah. the wheel well, right I just, now. I can't, I can't take <laughs> this anymore. Acknowledge me. I, I can't take this anymore. I can't take this. How did you get this athlete on? It ain't that big a deal. Uh, I think the – I will say it in a different way, which is, yeah, we've been, we've been – we used to we used to host a radio show for several, several years on 1500 ESPN, and, you know, we've, we've covered the teams through Judd with the Star Tribune, me at 1500 ESPN, Star Tribune, so we've – you know, been able to build, lucky enough to build some connections here and there, and some uh, relationships, and it helps the helps grow the show. So, yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> acknowledge me. Yeah, I just I, I, uh, how did you get O'Connell on? You know who I am, dude. I, I tried to get O'Connell on from my mom's basement, and I couldn't. <laughs> um, all right, it's time to hear now from our chief bar food officer of Purple Daily's leadership cabinet. Derek Duncan sends in some glorious recommendations here. Nice. All right. All right. All right. He's got five more. He's got the, these are from outstate Minnesota, northern Minnesota. Five new bar food recommendations. Oh, okay. Are you guys list. ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. From Smoky Jake's Barbecue in Aiken, Minnesota. Okay. Loaded fries with brisket. Cheese covered fries with brisket meat on top, along with barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Mm-hmm. I can't do the jalapenos, probably. I sound. Mm. I, I, I could do it. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I trust Derek here because he's also in in much more in the <laughs> northern Minnesota realm than I am. I have a little bit of guard up when I hear barbecue from northern Minnesota. What? Why? Because I've had real barbecue outside of Minnesota, and northern Minnesota kind of freaks me out. Wait, northern bar- Minnesota well, like, no, no, in like, general freaks no, you out? No, like barbecue from northern Minnesota, I don't really, I, I would have to see it. I'd have to experience it is all so I'm it, saying. So if it's from in town, are you okay with it? Maybe. I, I, guess, I have. Okay, I have city boy. Here's, I, no, no, no. I'll, trust, I'll trust barbecue Here, almost yeah. here's anywhere the thing. in the no, no, no. world. The Midwest, <laughs> the Midwest specifies barbecue with mayonnaise-based stuff. Like their coleslaw is mayonnaise based. The South, it's vinegar based. So it's a complete oh. like what you have. If you have never had actual barbecue oh, that's vinegar God. based, 
you will have your mind absolutely blown because it's not mayonnaise. Like vinegar and mayonnaise why are, you, why are, are two very different right things. Now. I'm not being a snob. I'm just trying to explain the difference in barbecue in, in different parts of the world. We're but just trying to being give, a snob. We're too. just trying you're to like, give some recommendations of bar food here, and you're all like, ah, I, uh, North just, Carolina. The same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> go to Texas. That's fine. See you later. Go Cowboys. Go Texas. Cowboys daily. <laughs> All right, we have we have we have four more here for Declan's vocals. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, this is from Grizzly's Wood Fired Grill in Baxter, Minnesota. Uh, there's also one in Wilmer, uh, Plymouth. Thank yeah, I've been to the one in Plymouth. Be like, uh, yeah, Superior, mm-hmm. Eau Claire, Texas egg rolls. Mm. Okay. I've had these actually. They're really good. Stuffed with pulled pork, cabbage, carrots, barbecue sauce, and served with tangy mustard. Oh yeah. Also, the firecracker oh, yeah. shrimp at Grizzly's. Fried shrimp tossed in Thai chili sauce served with fresh grilled pineapple. I am a pineapple guy injected into my veins. Love pineapple. All right, That's Declan, delicious. where can someone get a better version of that than at <laughs> Grizzlies in Baxter? I don't know. That's how I've had that. I've been to Grizzlies numerous times. There's one in St. Cloud. It was like one of the few restaurants I enjoyed going to in St. Cloud. So, yes, that sounds delicious. I'm, sign me up for that. From the Tall Tavern Barn Grill in Cushing, <laughs> Minnesota, the Bacon Cheeseburger Pizza. Okay. Oh, Okay. All right, this is a too tall sauce topped with hamburger, bacon, mozzarella, cheddar cheese. You can ask them to add a few pickles as well. Mmm, I'm in on this as well. Bacon cheeseburger pizza. And then one more here, the rock bottom at the Y in Garrison, Minnesota. Chicken bacon ranch wrap. Crispy chicken, applewood smoked bacon, lettuce, tomato, and ranch served with sweet potato fries. There are your latest bar food recommendations from the chief bar food officer of Purple Daily. Derek, that's awesome. I will say this, and, and it's going to sound weird, but I don't mean it to be weird. I'm being truthful here. A, well, a well-placed pickle on a sandwich is really good. A well-placed like, like, pickle? Like, I'm not a pickle, but I like I don't go to a pickle jar, and I'm like, I love pickles. What do you but mean you, by well-placed, though? Like, on like the right, with, with the right food. Like, if it's combined with the right food, mixed in, you know, like on a sandwich, it can be really good. And it's it's a major enhancer. It's a fullback. Like, you're not going to give it Fullback's the ball. not an enhancer. Nothing what are you about, talking nothing about? about nothing, nothing, nothing about a fullback back. is an enhancer in the offense. The fullback <laughs> opens the hole for the running back to go through. What I'm saying is the delicious sandwich is only enhanced by the fullback known as the pickle. <laughs> Between Judd's pickle placement and Declan just going random Declan barbecue snob it. here. I don't Declan know what to Declan ripped of this. it. I'm saying a pickle. I'm talking about the enhancement. Declan just ripped the whole Declan's thing. Declan's like, unless you were in this specific yeah. town in yes. Texas, barbecue is when not I was worth in Lub- When I go to Lubbock, which I fly to every other yeah. Friday to get a sandwich, then you're talking. Uh, that was great. Sp- by the way, speaking, I've, I have another food recommendation from Nutrisource. Our friends, the oh, official yeah. dog food yeah. of Mackie and Judd, Purple Daily, Maya Mackie. Uh, we got uh, Maya Mackie here, uh, slow motion on the YouTube channel. Just licking your chops over a scoop of Nutrisource. Stella over at the Zolgad household also likes to get up early and uh, wake Dad up at like six o'clock for some Nutrisource, Judd. And and then at nine o'clock, it's time to go back outside because it's treat time. So we are uh. talking. She she gets the two for one breakfast and a treat before Dad starts. And you know why? Because it's Nutrisource that she loves so much. Dad, he's okay. Nutrisource, 
That's what Stella's all get. Absolutely. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. You can find uh, Nutrisource. It's a Minnesota-based company. You can find them all over the place. Also, a shout-out to our friends over at Prize Picks. This is a really easy way to play daily fantasy. Uh, so prize picks, you just you, you pick, you know, for instance, you pick a player in a Vikings game, and then you pick a player in another game, or you pick a player cross sport, maybe some MLB playoffs, and you pick an over-under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry. Use the promo code NORTH, and prize picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code NORTH. Price picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Check them out, pricepicks.com and the Price Picks app. Uh, all right, back to uh, Feedback Friday here. Randall DeBoer says, My Viking fandom goes back to the very early existence of the franchise. My first most horrific memory was crying as an 11-year-old boy as Hank Stram's team matriculated the ball oh, down the field God. to defeat what I thought was the invincible Purple People Eaters. I could bore you to death with how my fandom has changed over the years, but I'll summarize by saying my most enjoyable memories are when the team exceeded expectations, like the Keenum Magic Carpet Ride, etc. Uh, the most painful memories are when expectations are high but not met, like 98 and 2009. In any case, I love the Vikings unconditionally and follow them regardless of their record. Old guys unite from Randall DeBoer. And I think that that's incredibly fair. And I will say this. Um, to go back to the potential 2009-2022 comparisons, this feels, and to me it's incredibly important, this feels fun so far. This feels like, and, and it, it's, I think it's a co- combination of the unknown, which is important here, mm-hmm. and it just feels, and this is where I like o- O'Connell, it's such a breath of fresh air, right? So like, my expectations aren't huge. I'm not saying, oh, if they don't. But through four games, it's like, okay, I can sort of see something here. I'm not sure exactly what that that is. And offensively, it's obviously not close to where it ultimately wants to go. But it's just sort of this air or weight that's been lifted that makes mm-hmm. this way more fun and way more enjoyable to watch. Josh T. chimes in here and says uh, via the Score North app. By the way, that's where you can submit feedback every single week if I didn't say that earlier. The Score North app is a great place to uh, to send us feedback. I could not agree more with your statement on Vikings vent line of go win anyways. I think a lot of people thought that going from Zimmer to KOC would lead to a bunch of blowout games where we're just winning by two touchdowns every week. Yeah. That just doesn't happen with the way the league is now. I was looking at games around the league this year. So far, 50% of games have been within one score going into the fourth quarter, and 50% of the games that are not that close, 30% of those ended up in a comeback win or loss by less than a field goal. It's hard to blow teams out in the NFL. Yes, they've had a ton of missed opportunities, drop passes, settled for field goals, etc., but so has every other team. I'll end with this. It's a heck of a lot better to be 3-1 and one, uh, with things to clean up than 1-3 and three with a team that looks great but can't close the door. Go win anyways. Love it. I think that slogan's taken off here. <laughs> Love Let's it. go win. Yes. This Bears game this weekend is going to be one of those. Just just go win it, however. Weird travel week. We'll get into the purple picks tomorrow. Nice. Yep. Uh, Mark Edwards, I can't understand how there are so many of our slappy fans that are so negative when we're 3-1. and one. It's not a beauty contest. This is building character for this team, and we've not peaked yet. We're collecting Ws. Love the show. I'd like to throw my application out to be the VP of Pacific Northwest Regional Purple Daily Recruitment. <laughs> we can make that happen. Right by you. It is, yes. 
Uh, I tell random strangers every day to listen to Purple Daily and Score North, even carry a small <laughs> sign in my truck to advertise. There is a lot of untapped listeners here in southwest Washington. One last thing. I have a 52-minute drive home from work each day. Therefore, I would kindly like to request that your show is at least that long, 52 <laughs> minutes. Again, so happy to have this daily wonderful connection with our school family across the nation. Thank you, Macadac, Sports Dad, and Game Day Goth. There's your new nickname. All right, QB1. The Great Canadian. Like barbecue snob goff would also. Ah, also Game day goff. Mayonnaise, socks. <laughs> Damn Canadian. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, Mark, awesome, man. Thank you. Keep spreading the word about Purple Daily. And then from Caitlin Hoff here. Hello, just want to thank everyone involved with the show. I've watched every single day since late 2020. I'm a diehard fan. I was born and raised in Excelsior. Uh, moved to Oregon in my early 20s. My boyfriend and I just moved back to Minnesota after 10 wonderful years out west because we have a baby. He loves you guys. A lot of the time, if he's ever fussy or upset, the baby, I would assume, we put Score North on, and he almost immediately stops crying and is completely fixated on you guys. Again, I think she's talking about the baby and not her boyfriend, uh, especially Judd. Oh. He loves Judd. Thanks for basically helping us raise our kid. We actually moved less than a mile from the Surly Brew Hall. Oh, nice. So we will come catch a game there with you guys. Thanks for the great content. Love it. Judd, you're going to wind up babysitting for I want to see Judd hold a baby so bad. It's been, yes, on, my, it's been on my bucket list I've done for it. years. I've done it. I hate it. Hello. I, I'm, I'm not good at it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at it. No, but you got to support the head. And so, yeah, like, the newborn, the, everyone yeah, gets freaked out of the head. newborn because it's, you know, small and frat. I prefer the, the, the newborn's easier than, 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 like, the toddler who's a little sure. smarter and stronger. The newborn's easier. I want to see Judd hold, yeah, Judd hold around, like, a two year old. Like, the baby, no. I think, would handle. I want to see no. Judd hold, like, a, no, no, a kid no. that's not a, you know, you know. learn to walk. <laughs> learn to walk. Go get me a beer. Yeah, no, I'm not holding a two year old. <laughs> I'll I'll hold a baby, but I don't like the flopping head. <laughs> the, the flopping the, head. The baby's head flop. Yeah, yeah, Newborns, just, their head I flop know, around. It's, it's this, I you don't just like put it. a little the hand around the neck. It's fine. Not the front of the yeah, neck. Yeah, I understood. Like, the only there. bobble. The only bobbleheads I like God. are my bobbleheads. I don't like babies whose heads go like that. Uh uh-uh. uh I want a line of people to bring babies up to Judd at no. the Surly Purple Daily Viewing Party on October 16th no, Judd and November 6th. Just Hello. a line of people. Sports Dad does not want that. Uh-huh. Please hold my baby. I'll All talk right. to your kid, though. That's a, that's a wrap on this Feedback Friday edition of Purple Daily here, where we just want, again, we set a high bar here. We want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. There's a grace period when you have a new coach. Let's see what happens. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us every single day. We'll see you tomorrow.